Welcome to Supplier Experience Live from Hicks, where we explore all the latest topics, trends, and discussion points in the world of procurement, procurement technology, and supplier experience management. Thanks for joining us. And in today's podcast, we're off to Glasgow to speak to Nick Ralphs, Director at NJR Procurement. So welcome to the show, Nick. Thank you. Good to be here. And uh, so before we begin, could you tell us a little bit more about your background and some of the things that you've been working on recently? Yeah, so in terms of background, my background, professional background is all procurement and supply chain. So it started a long time ago now, more years than I care to recall, really. Um, So, yeah, I started in the automotive industry a long time ago with uh, Leyland Daff as my first business. In fact, they weren't even Leyland Daff, they were Leyland Engines when I first joined and then uh, became Leyland Daff. So I did a a few years going through the fairly traditional, starting off as a buyer, senior buyer and going going up through the ranks in various companies. And then a couple where I introduced procurement into a company where they didn't have it. Um, And then so that was the first half, which is probably more manufacturing based. Um, and then the second half, moving from that into the financial services sector, so uh, predominantly RBS, direct line, one or two others. So that, that's been my background and kind of working on it also because of uh, obviously the number of years and also the number of companies I've worked for, um, you know, really touching every part of procurement from managing supplies, doing the sourcing, inventory management, kind of even stores management in one or two. So a fairly broad um, remit over, over the years. Uh, and more latterly, I've uh, moved into consultancy probably the last 10 years now, where I've been doing consultancy projects. Uh, again, mixture of um, uh, drinks, drinks industries, uh, companies, financial sector, again, uh, and one or two others as well. And Really, I suppose the, the work, the kind of more recent procurement work has been, I always put it into three buckets. So supplier management being one, um, spend analysis and categorization being the kind of second one. And then the final one, anything to do with kind of process and policy and operating model. So a mixture of things across all of those three, three legs um, that I kind of put things into when I'm kind of working on stuff. So, um, yeah, that's me. And in the last couple of years, I've also been working on a skills assessment platform, developed my team, which is kind of startup at the moment. But it's, um, you know, we've had our first commercial clients over the last 12, 15 months. So, uh, you know, that's that's going well. So, so plenty of variety at the moment. But uh, that's my background. Fantastic. Well, uh, congratulations on the uh, on the commercial clients as well. And um, I guess with what you've just said there in terms of your, your broad remit over the years, um, we're hearing more and more now that uh, it's a most exciting time, in fact, to be in procurement. So you'll be really best placed to to answer this question. Um, I, I guess you agree with that, but I'd love to to know a little bit more about what trends you're seeing in in procurement. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's always been quite an exciting time to be in procurement. So I think um, sometimes sometimes we we can be quite good at kind of beating ourselves up a little bit in the procurement profession. But uh, no, I think it's always been exciting, and I think it's because you're kind of involved in a very broad range of activities and um, you're also involved across the organisation and outside of the organisation. So I think for, for those reasons, it's an exciting arena to be in. I think uh, even at relatively you know, junior levels, if you're getting hierarchical about it, you know, people in procurement are kind of punching above the weight in terms of who they're working with and dealing with. You know, from It'll be board members of suppliers and even board members internally You know, when they're putting 
uh, proposals together as to how we should and shouldn't spend money and who with. Um, so I think it's always been exciting. I think it's I think it's getting more exciting now because procurement is just getting involved in more and more things. So um, that's obviously traditionally been around supplier management and kind of tendering and, and contracts and things like that. But uh, you know, with you know, the ESG agenda is is really serious now, and maybe a few years ago it wasn't. And, and procurement are definitely seen as a a leading player player in that because you know you can control your own destiny, but the, the reality is that every organisation has a whole, you know, huge number of suppliers as well that are supporting them. So if you don't get that right, then you know all your best internal efforts um, aren't really going to get you where you want to. So you know, things like that are broadening it out. The, the amount of technology transformations which procurement again will tip, typically get involved with. I think every organisation probably has one going on at the moment. So. Uh, um, you know, so again, that broadening th- activities out for procurement. So I think it's just that breadth of things that are going on at the moment. And of course, there's some real challenges at the moment as well, which again, you know, those challenges have been seen through the supply chain. Uh, so again, it's a, it's a chance to shine, isn't it? It's a, it's a challenging time. It's also a chance to shine for procurement. So I think, uh, yeah, I guess as long as you've kind of got the appetite for, for the challenge, then I think it is, it, yeah, it's an exciting time to be in the function. Well, I was going to ask you about that, actually, because you mentioned sort of ESG, obviously lots of transformation initiatives taking place, all of that type of thing. When you think about the challenges facing procurement, what do you think are some of the the main ones? And I'm thinking here, maybe from a people or a training perspective, or maybe it's from a tech or process perspective, maybe it's a combination of all of those. But what do you think are sort of the the main things that that you're seeing that that are um, challenging at the moment? Well, I think all of those areas and we can kind of maybe run through them but all of those areas have challenges in their own in their own right um some of which kind of cross over between well, you know one activity and another so i would say if you take the more traditional side the supply chain risk you know I mean, it's, it's well known that there are shortages going on and it's, it's just there's issues around shipping a lot of it is a kind of legacy of um, brexit and covid but you know regardless for the kind of under, underlying reason it's, it's, it's tough at the moment so there's some real challenges there and procurement will often if not always be expected to get involved and kind of help in those areas and I suppose linked to that on the cost management side you know we're seeing kind of raging inflation I think it's now you know they're talking about 10 percent so you know it's, it's big big numbers and of course because of the supply chain issues maybe they're kind of um hopefully this isn't an incorrect way of putting it but the kind of balance of power is probably moving towards the suppliers so I think there's some real challenges around cost management as as well and so you, if you take those things how do we overcome those things you you do need really skillful people to, to overcome them because you I think it's up in the ante in terms of being able to plan being able to uh, analyze data or get data in the first place then analyze it if you can't do those things well in facing those sorts of um, things that I've just outlined, then you're, you're going to struggle to be successful. And I think it's um, it's around being proactive and not reactive. So if you just let those things overwhelm you, and, and often, I think certainly historically, sometimes procurement has been a bit reactive. You know, we've got a supply chain issue, right, procurement will jump in and help with that. Suppliers ask for price increase, let's try and manage that. So... I think it's moving the need for the skills to be. It's not. It's not just enough to be able to, you know, run around at 100 miles an hour and fix things. It's you've got to see things coming because there's so much complexity now and so so much challenge that um, that ability to look forward 
uh, I think is more and more important. And, and that's a real skill um, to be able to, to, to do that. So I think that and then kind of just getting broadly into things like budget planning um, and the use of technology as well that you, that you mentioned. I think they, they, these are skills that picking up people need to have now as to kind of what should we be doing and when should we be doing it. So, uh, so yeah, I think um, those are challenges. And then the kind of maybe the things that are coming at us that maybe we've not seen as much before, like the um, ESG agenda. Um, I mean, that's a challenge because I don't think really people have really worked out how to measure. You know, are we doing a good job in that? I mean, obviously, we know the big, big targets. Uh, um, but in terms of what that then means for suppliers to an organisation, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of working out, well, what's our baseline, where we're starting from, and how do we measure whether we've been successful you know, whether it's kind of managing kind of slave labor in the supply chain or the environment emissions in the supply chain how, how do we actually get to that so again i think there's that challenge that ability to be creative and again analytical um and kind of work i think that's uh, you know that's something that's just it's, it's not going to diminish um in terms of the, what we need people to be able to do in the in the function um so yes yeah, so i think um and we've not even touched on the digital side of it, which again, you know, as I said, every organization's got those activities in, in place. But there's there's also the side of it actually, there's so many, um, and this is kind of one of the uh, methods of overcoming these challenges, I think. There are so many pieces of software out there which are there to help procurement and supply chain people now. So there's that ability to actually choose well, you know, which are the right ones for us. Um, so, so I think there's a there's a whole bunch around that. So that's kind of change management, isn't it? It's kind of working out, you know, what do we need to do, which is different, and then how do we bring the rest of the organisation along with us? So, uh, yeah, there's some real big challenges, but I think um, in some ways I think that's good because I mean it's really bringing into focus as you you kind of reference the kind of skills that we need to manage all these things. Um, and I think it's becoming clearer, and once you, once you understand what what are the skills you need, then it's easier to kind of go out and get them, I guess, or, or develop them. Absolutely, yeah. And um, I, I like what you said there around being uh, uh, proactive and, and not reactive mm. and the, the balance of power, how that's shifting towards suppliers, because certainly that's that's something we've been hearing more and more in the market, that topic of customer of choice or how to become customer of choice has become extremely important again. And I, I was just wondering, with that list that, that you've given there, of course, that the headache is obviously if you're leading a procurement team, perhaps knowing where to start, because that's quite daunting in terms of all of the, the different activities that could potentially be, be going on. What's your kind of advice around that? Well, my advice around that, and it's, I think it underpins everything, is you've got to work out what the business needs. So what is it or an organisation? So what does your organisation actually need? So, so the advice would be, Go and find that out if you don't know, and because I, I think the danger is that procurement again can can kind of get into a functional bubble where it says, well, we know what procurement is. It's this, you know, it's ABC. Therefore, we're going to give you it whether you, whether you want it or not. You're going to get it. Um, and again, again, as more and more things come in, to the point you make that that all, all of a sudden becomes lots and lots of things. So you might be working on things that actually the organisation's not that bothered about. So yeah, so my advice on that is very much um, you know, get out and about and understand what are the business's priorities, and therefore what you need to do to to fall fall into that. And, and it probably you know, a lot of the things we talked about around kind of ESG and kind of technology transformations, and clearly managing inflation and getting getting um, stuff in. 
that that may well be driving it. But, but go and find out and kind of understand what are what are the things that they want you to do. You know, six months, twelve months, eighteen months, and a longer time frame. So I think um, I think that's very important. I mean, I mean that's something that, that, that I've always kind of I suppose banged on about, and it's kind of something I've built into the kind of skills assessment platform that I mentioned, which is you've got to work out what your organisation needs, and then work out from there what what roles do you need, and therefore, and then what skills do those roles need. So you're getting back down from that kind of. The organization's needs to the people needs to the skills needs and you kind of got a, a bit of a journey to to go through that through that process so that would be that would be the, the big thing for me is that kind of business integration um to help you prioritize and, and again actually just a, that's another skill of course which is then to do that you need people that kind of understand how do you get involved with the business how do you manage the stakeholders around the business how do you facilitate sessions around the business um um, so yeah, that's a that's another skill to add to the to, to the growing list that we've talked about. Absolutely, and of course you've got the the skills on the one side, but of course the the, the corporation on the other. And I just wondered um, whether you felt that uh, corporations or perhaps leadership them, themselves are doing enough to also provide uh, procurement with a platform for success, or if there's anything you'd like to see change there, because people talk of a you know, a, a cultural mindset shift, but they often say that needs to take place throughout the whole organisation. But I just wondered, how do you see that fitting together? I still think the, uh, I think it's kind of the other way around. I think it is the onus is on procurement to work out what's required and deliver it to an extent. So I don't think, and again, that might be a, a danger where you kind of sit there saying, well, you know, the organisation's not helping me and not doing things for me and this, that and the other. So, so I definitely would caveat that I think procurement, again, it's that proactive, not reactive, it's kind of that way around. And then being able to articulate, well, this is what we need to help us to help help you. So I would, I would definitely come at it from that angle. But then, of course, I suppose it's getting that support. So when having done that and said, well, this is what we think we need, you, you do do get it. And I suppose it will be around, um, I think I kind of mentioned the kind of, kind of procurement platforms. It's a little bit tactical, but I think it is, if you've got things that can help do all that analysis, manage suppliers and, and activities like, like that, and you can do that through technology and take out the kind of pain and the admin um, uh, out, out of out of the process, then quite clearly that, that would be something. So I mean, I know I've tried to get, um, generally speaking, this has been successful, but I have had one or two failures where I've tried to persuade businesses to just take in simple e-sourcing platforms, you know, which are not particularly expensive. Um, and that's I've not been able to get that over the line. And um, some of these things are difficult to kind of do the ROI um, analysis on it to say, well, if you do this, that you, don't, you, you sometimes it's difficult to put pounds and pence onto it, and therefore it doesn't always get through. So I think I think that will be the thing. As long as we, as a as a profession, have kind of articulated what we want, I think it is a bit more support in terms of yeah, a few thousand pounds here and there for kind of platforms which are really going to help and, and are really the, the cost of them is nothing in terms of the value they actually deliver but sometimes it might be difficult to put the pounds and pence on it um yeah I, I think that would be an area you would hope to get the right amount of support um, and, and some some organizations will be providing that and others maybe not so much and then the the other side so that, that kind of the use of technology making it easy for teams to get that on board because because it doesn't cost a fortune these days 
Um, and, and then the development, so putting some resource and effort into, or, or money, I suppose, into skills development and training. So, so to say we need all these skills and we know potentially we've worked out where the gaps are, where people maybe need upskilling. Um, you, you've got to have organisations support that, I think, um, but, you know, with, with the amount that's at stake, with the things that procurement get involved with. So I suppose those are the two areas, as long as we kind of look at it, you know, we've got to help ourselves um, and not just sit there waiting for the organisations to say, here's a whole load of things for you to, um, uh, to, to provide you with a really strong base. Definitely. And I think um, it's interesting what you say there around the um, ability to be able to uh, get teams on board with, with the tech. Um, and of course, when you look at organisations, in fact, there is a great resource there because many of the other functions within the business, particularly perhaps customer facing, have had a long history of having to integrate technology into the customer experience. So there is a precedent for it, right, within organisations, and there is that um, knowledge perhaps available that people could tap into. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, it is a relatively new, it's an explosion, I suppose, of um, procurement or supplier management, third-party management-related um, platforms. And I saw these graphics you get where they kind of show lots of companies, and there's lots of wiggly lines all over the place, but it's showing. And I think there were 90 different suppliers on it, and that was um, you know, there'll, there'll be masses more than that as well. You know, all, all kind of covering supplier management, the P2P process, ESG as well. You know, there's there's now platforms to help manage that, manage spend, spend analysis, contracts, the sourcing process. You know, there's lots and lots out there, um, the majority of which are very very good, I think, as well. So, uh, um, yeah, I think using that, as you say, other parts of the organisation have probably been slightly um, uh, quicker uh, to the party but you know, they've all been developed in recent years I mean there's there are one or two that go back a long time but there's lots that have just come along in the last, you know, last few years so uh, so yeah yeah there's lots out there and as you say lots of learning to do from other parts of the business that already integrated third party platforms successfully um, into it so yeah it's uh, I think there was a struggle a few years ago where people just didn't like the kind of software as a service concept because it's kind of you know, out of control, out of our control. And like, but I think that's that's gone now. So which is good, which therefore makes it easier. But uh, yeah, you still got to work. There's no point putting something in that not using it properly or not having the rest of the organisation aware of what you're trying to do with it. So um, so yeah, that's it's important to uh, implement these things well. And you've mentioned a couple of times uh, supplier relationships. Um, so I'd love to ask you your thoughts on this. In what ways do you think procurement um, could also make use of this technology, perhaps for uh, bettering the way in which they work with suppliers? Because there's some work also to do in in that area as well, right? Yeah, I think I think there is. And again, some of the platforms we've talked about, debt bombs, including your your own, obviously, um, you know. Uh, really really help the the efforts on on that side of it and i think it's, it's a usual i mean this is a bit of an old-fashioned thing really isn't it the idea that you know an organization's got lots and lots of suppliers you know one with a fairly modest spend's probably got the best parts of a thousand suppliers and the bigger ones have got many many thousands of suppliers so you, you've got to find a way of managing them and managing them as effectively as you you can and i think technology is definitely a big big labor there's some there's still some basic process things you need to do so you know, having a really good segmentation model so you know where it's worth putting the effort and what you're trying to achieve with the suppliers um, and then being very very clear what you're doing because if you don't do that there's no point in having you know a, a, a strong platform if you've not kind of worked out the process 
that you're then going to use um, to decide which suppliers you're going to do what with um, or how you're going to work with them. Um, and, and yeah, and I think the, I mean, the, the beauty of the platforms is it just it puts everything in one place, isn't it? I think that's the real beauty of it. One, it makes it much easier because you can you can pull back information and it's easy for suppliers to give you information and then it all comes out uh, in, a, in a neat way at the end. So, um, so yeah, no, I think that I don't think you can do it. Almost you can't do it without something like that now um, with the demands on resource because now we're getting involved in more and more things. And therefore, if you don't use it to you know, the very basics of managing your suppliers, um, you know, you're going to spend a lot of time that you probably don't need to. Or you're going to just get it wrong in terms of you know where you're putting your effort. Um, so yeah. Well, I think it's great you mentioned the segmentation model there because that's actually that's something that we've been really excited by in terms of uh, the feedback that we we've been getting from the market around this, which is obviously as the remit of procurement becomes wider and it involves more things, ESG you mentioned there, but there's. Uh, the, the risk as well. Um, there's so many different uh, ways in which you need to work and engage with suppliers. So it's going to become absolutely vital to be able to do much more detailed segmentation. And again, the precedent has kind of been set with, for example, the way in which this type of segmentation is used in customer experience to build those kind of correct relationships. Um, and it's really the platform for a lot of the automation that, that needs to to take place in order to, to get that efficiency. So that's something we, we've been seeing as well. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's very important. And, and you're right with, uh, again, other areas of <laughs> being very good at this kind of thing as, as well. I mean, consultancies are the same, aren't they, with the kind of personas and kind of, you know, working out exactly who who they're going to target and, you know, wh why they would want their, their products and services. And uh, yeah, it's the same kind of principle in a slightly different arena, obviously, but it's the same, same principle that um, procurement, again, over the years, some some do it better than others. I mean, there are companies again that are spending a you know a good amount of money, and they haven't they haven't segmented the suppliers. They kind of kind of sort of know who the kind of big ones are and the key ones are, obviously. But um, you know, in terms of kind of really thinking about not just the spend and, and maybe a risk element to it at a very high level, um, you know, they've not really gone into um, into a detailed segmentation, and therefore, you know. What are the things we should should do? There's, I actually worked with one organisation. We actually segmented them not based on the kind of tier one, two, three, four strategic routine. We actually segmented them on security risks, um, material outsource, overseas. So we kind of had a whole different way of segmenting them. So and I think probably looking for depending on the organisation and again it's that kind of understanding the needs of the organisation and what, exactly what the organisation is doing. Um, yeah, I think there's there's lots of different ways. And again, you know, if you've got technology behind you, rather than trying to churn through an Excel spreadsheet, that's going to be going to be helpful. And it kind of leads me into my next question, actually, which is where where do you see the future of procurement going? And I think you've alluded to this in in some of the answers already. But obviously, procurement is becoming more involved in. We've mentioned ESG quite a bit, but also things like sustainability, for example, that's moving up the uh, the agenda. There's other corporate initiatives that procurement become, can become much more involved with. So, for you, what do you kind of see on the horizon? Well, I think it probably is that move to maybe slightly more strategic. So, more um, because there will be a broader range of things that supply uh, procurement will be actually accountable for. So, I can I can certainly see 
accountable for things around the environment and sustainability just because so much reliance is on that supply chain um so so i can ultimately and, and i can see procurement and that area kind of morphing together um so so i think there is uh, more on that so i think that so i think it might well become we talked about kind of strategic advisors to the business for a number of years really now but i can see that really coming to fruition that i certainly see that model in more and more organizations where yes procurements will get involved with you know the really big ticket category and supplier stuff but actually it's more about this it's spread so it's suppliers and what they're what they're doing and how we're working with them is spread so far around the organization that you know providing support and guidance um in a lot of instances i think that would probably become more of the for the model and maybe more decentralization of the actual day-to-day activities so I, I can certainly see that and and um as you say the extension of some of the things that uh, procurement are getting involved with as well i think they're the, that seems to be the, the kind of direction we're, we're we're moving in at the moment so with all that in mind i'd love to know what what are you working on next nick what are the uh, projects that are sort of bubbling up for you well, I'm, 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 it's kind of the same as I have been the last couple of years, really. So, so I'm doing some pieces of, of um, consultancy. So you know, I'm, I'm, I've just started a piece of work around actually all sorts of elements of things we've been talking about here, you know, from doing a bit of segmentation and a bit of categorization, uh, you, you know, working on developing KPIs and so so pieces like that. So I'll, I'll certainly carry on doing that, but I'm also you know, really uh, motoring in on the Develop My Team, which is the skills assessment platform. So um, at the moment, it, it's very much um, an assessment platform, but we're, we're now developing it out so it becomes somewhere where people and teams can go on and actually manage their development planning on the platform as well. Um, so kind of working out what their plans are and kind of keeping track of how successful they are being in, in developing their developing their skills. So it's got a big development. So uh, a lot of focus on that as well, getting that to, getting that finalised and then getting it out there. So that's uh, that will between those two things that's going to keep me busy that certainly will keep you busy and if people want to uh keep in touch in terms of the the news relating to the platform what's the easiest way for for them to uh keep abreast of the news well, just through my predominantly through my linkedin profile and you know we have got a company one as well but um yeah i, I guess if you follow my personal profile that's probably the, the best way of doing it and obviously if anyone is interested in that area just just give me a shout fantastic well, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. It's an absolute okay. pleasure to catch up with you. Yeah, thank you for the invite. Enjoyed it. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please don't forget to hit the like or subscribe button. Or for more information about us, visit our website, www.pix.com. <laughs>